0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show, coming to you from the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Paul Krieger. Hey, everybody. Amy Krieger. Hello. Marissa Valiton. Hello, hello. And our producer, Mr. Johnson Carey. Hello, everyone. Uh, just a reminder, this show, along with all of our DVC content, which includes DVCfan.com, our website, uh, DVC Fan YouTube channel, um, and the DVC, face, DVC Fan Facebook group, all of which you should be paying attention to. Um, it brought to you by The World of DVC, which includes DVCResaleMarket.com if you're interested in buying a, uh, a DVC resale contract. Uh, DVCRentalStore.com, where you can rent your points out or rent points uh, to save a lot of money over uh, going through Disney Direct. And uh, MoneraFinancial.com, which is where you can finance your DVC. It's all in one one big happy
1: family. (laughs) One stop.
0: One stop shop.
2: One stop shop.
0: They can handle everything. Um, All right. This week, we are going to talk about probably the most common question asked, especially among first-time DVC buyers, how many points should I buy? I think it's that question of where should I buy <coughs> are the most common ones.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and what's your answer to that, Paul?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many points should they buy?
2: There is no limit. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like at the Apparently,
0: end of the day... I, Apparently, as, as I have proved. <laughs> it, um,
2: the limit No, leave. yeah. The, yeah. Did you just pull out a <laughs> mean, mean, <laughs> mean Girls, girls quote man. over there? <laughs> the limit does not exist. Yeah. Um, no, I th- there's there's so many complexities into DVC ownership that I think that's why this question is so popular mm-hmm. is that it really depends on your individual situation. And I think that's what we kind of wanted to dive into. Uh, we had a lot of requests for this topic and um, we did do it many, many years ago, yeah. but that's kind of changed ever since uh, a lot of things have changed with DVC. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, the, the first one I think that we go back to is where do you want to stay? What resort are is sort of appealing you in the DVC world? Because that's that's going to be the first place to start in determining how many points you're potentially going to need.
0: And of course, you know the general rule of thumb is buy where you want to stay. Mm-hmm. Buy where you want to stay, um, and. I apparently want to stay everywhere.
3: (laughs) There's always that. There's always that.
2: Yeah, that that becomes a problem. And I think that, um, you know, the primary reason that it's becoming more and more important to settle on that answer first is because of what we're seeing with point charts as Disney Vacation Club puts out new properties. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you look back in time, the Old Key West, Boardwalk, Beach Club, Boulder Ridge even – Those have very accessible, what I would call a very accessible point chart. So there are seasons or times of the year where you could get a deluxe studio accommodation anywhere from like nine to 15 points per night, um, which is on the low range of things. Nowadays, we've got newer point charts coming out for like Riviera for, uh, I would even uh, put in the new resort studios at the Grand Floridian, Mm -hmm. probably in this bucket as well, because they're a smaller accommodation, but the point charts are a little inflated. Um, so these new properties the point charts are a little bit higher which is going to then affect how many points you end up needing or wanting to buy
3: one of the things that i would say for years is there's never going to be a perfect point number and i think so many people sit on the ledge of do i buy disney vacation club and they wait years and years to become a member because they can't figure out that perfect amount the thing is like you can do the numbers like backwards Mm -hmm. and forth and you can find a roundabout good idea but you'll never know, especially if you're not a member. If you're not a member, you have no idea how many points you need because you don't know how much you're going to utilize points for different things. Or you might upgrade and start loving one bedrooms or two bedrooms, but in your head you think you started out at studios. So I think the biggest thing, if you are new looking into it, is get around about and get started. Yeah. You can always add on. And there's no reason to like say, hey, I'm going to wait till I can afford. If I need 500 points for a stay, I'm going to wait until I have enough for 500 points. Start with what you think you can afford, what makes Mm -hmm. sense financially, and then figure out how you're going to strategize those vacations. You can always add on from there. But I think don't get too caught up in like finding that perfect amount because it will change. Well,
0: I think people don't realize, first timers don't realize. The <laughs> pervasiveness and the power of <laughs> Um Whatever contract you buy, whatever contract you buy, you're going to want more points. It just happens to everyone. I don't know anyone
3: yeah. that bought
0: one contract. Well, maybe Panda.
4: He hasn't. Got oh it. no, but the I I I have the adonitis. <laughs> I just can't react to it. Yeah, I don't have the med- I don't have the money for the medicine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm hoping I will
4: soon.
3: Um,
0: yeah, so... That... I mean, like I said, I thought, what was my first contract? Um, Boulder Ridge. Was, I, was was it the Boulder Ridge? Or Copper Creek? One of those it was Copper two? Creek. Yeah. It was 50 points at Copper Creek, which was adorable. Or 75, <laughs> 75. <laughs> 75 so points. 75. 75 points at Copper
2: Creek. Little guy. He didn't know what was so going to happen And I to did him. that
0: direct. I bought direct. Um, And, yeah, that... I think my next contract was the 700-point Bolter Ridge. <laughs> um, but, you know, a- add on this is a real thing, and it affects everyone. So you're going to want to add-on. So I think your point is well taken.
3: Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, buy what you can afford right now.
1: Learn how to use it.
0: L- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Learn, learn the ins and outs, and then you're going to make a decision mm-hmm. yep. um, of – Okay, I, I, all right, I really don't have enough points, and let me add on 50. Let me add on 100 um, and start hunting down contracts.
2: And we've seen people actually you know, make this mistake over, over the time. I have to imagine to a certain degree that's why we ended up with a 68, 69-point Grand Cal contract yeah. is because someone did the math and said, okay, these four days are the days that I'm going to go, And so I just need that number of points, which is not the correct way to look at it because point charts do change. Um, The seasonality of point charts, the the total number of points sold does not change, but because of... Where do the certain dates fall within a season? Uh, specifically, Easter is the big moving target at year after sure. year, um, which affects spring break and everything like that. So where does that move in the calendar year affects those point charts in some way, shape, or form? So if you think 68 points looks good this year, next year it could be 82 um, That that is for that same week because of how these things move. Again, things have balanced themselves. You know, That's 68 somewhere else in the point chart. Things have moved around a little bit, but you're likely not going to year after year have that same specific number mm-hmm. and what if your what if your travel plans change what if this year you decide not to go during spring break but mm-hmm. you decide to go in the fall or you decide to go over christmas or something like that all of those different seasons all of those times of year are going to affect the per point per night per point cost that you're going to pay so Whenever, you know, we've got many different things that we'll talk through here today, but whenever you settle on that number, I always recommend to people, you know, add 10% to that or add 20% to that to give yourself that buffer. To your point, Pete, you're always going to be adding on. I've done it four times myself. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's going to happen, but you definitely don't want to, in the short term, put yourself in a position where you're you're going to not be in a good position Well, you certainly season.
0: have to look at how often do you plan. Yep visit. Mm-hmm. How often do you visit Disney World now? Um, and kind of look at the point charts and figure out how many points you would need
4: mm-hmm. to,
0: to cover that. Um, but, and again, this is where adenitis comes in. When you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Okay? <laughs> so when you have points and you know you can use them, and you you want to use them? You want to spend them? I go out of my way to like. That's why I got I got to dump contracts because I just I have too many points mm-hmm. and because I went nuts. <laughs> no surprise there. Um, there's no five in the dial with me. It's either zero or ten. <laughs> um, and I, you know, you can say, oh, I'm only gonna go once a year. Then you go have the experience, right? You Mm -hmm. go and you spend those points and you go have that experience, maybe twice a year. (laughs) I like this, this is nice. Yeah. The resorts are nice. The experience of ending your stay and getting that bill to your room that basically has nothing on it, (laughs) unless you've charged back to your room, uh, is a really nice feeling. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay. Um.
3: Well, and it makes your vacation planning, like, I know for us, when we go and do a vacation, we calculate in, like, what it takes, like, the transportation to get there and what we do, and we have so much more of an enjoyable vacation because to your point, it's points, right? And we know you've paid for them and you look at like the cost over time, but that feeling of your vacation is so much different. It is. Because you just Mm. truly enjoy it without saying like (laughs) this big expense when you check out and you're always kind of worried about like, what will that bill be?
1: But it's so funny, Pete, like you're right. Like it does, it just grabs hold of you. You know, like it's like when we first bought our DVC, we decided on enough points to go once a year, one big trip a year. And then it turned into maybe two, maybe three big trips a year. Then it turned into, you know, crap, let's just move over there.
4: Let's just move to Florida, yeah. (laughs) It happens a (laughs) lot. And don't make the mistake of thinking, because I hear this all the time, I'm a local, I don't Mm -hmm. need DVC. Yeah, hello? Uh, I'm a local, I would love to say I didn't need it, but boy, am I using it. And, you know, I bought it at Riviera, and you would think that it would be impossible to get. Lagoon View, Contemporary, 4th of July? No. Two nights just to sit on the the balcony and watch the fireworks. Mm. I mean, I did wait list it, but came through in like 10 days. So being local makes it even worse.
2: We're we're locals, and I think in the time that we've been locals, we... We've bought somewhere in the range of 230 to 240 yeah. points. Yeah. So yeah. Um, there's, you um, use it more. There's you, so you many do. opportunities. So um, many
1: weekend stays, and you know, stay we for just, the Halloween party, and stay for yeah. Magic, and stay for. There's yeah. No, we so just many. did
2: two nights for my birthday at Grand Floridian, and it's just mm-hmm. like it's just Why a not? nice escape. And you still, once you're in the bubble, it's still the same magic of you know being in the bubble and and yeah. and being. That, that's why you were a Disney Vacation Club member. Yeah. It's, to, it's to wake up there.
4: Something that I don't think a lot of people know, because before I was DVC, I didn't know that you can go onto this website, just search availability and go shopping and have a fun time picking. That's part of the fun for me mm-hmm. is, oh, I could stay here. Oh, there's one night here. There's one night there. You have that control that, you know, you don't have to sit on a phone and call anyone. It's great.
1: Yeah. If you are new and you don't yet have a DVC account to look at availability and look at points, Uh, like Panda's talking about, DVC Rental Store has a calculator tool that you can use. So you could take the calendar and you can plug in, you know, these dates and these are the resorts and it tells you how many points you would need uh, for that stay. So you can kind of use that tool. It's it's more geared towards like if you're looking to rent, but you can also use it to look at it to kind of determine, okay, it costs this many points to stay, you know, this week at Grand Floridian or this week at... Polynesian, So that can actually help you decide maybe how many points that you might need. Because there are, you know, there's so many factors. You know, how often are you going? When are you going? How big of a room do you need? Uh, you know, those things can all play, right? I think that ca- cal- calculator tool on rental store would be really helpful.
2: Yes, 100%. You weren't listening to that whole thing, <laughs> <laughs> One thing... Like, calculator tool, but... To
3: Paul's point of like the range of points too, like if you go back and look at a Boulder Ridge point chart and a Grand Floridian point chart, like an easy thing that I always tell people is go to Animal Kingdom, go to Savannah View. That gives you a roundabout an average. So if you're kind of like, hey, I have no idea what resort I'm going to be staying at and mm-hmm. I want to stay at a mall, just look at that Savannah View and then look at the time or season you're usually going and then that will give you a good idea of like right around here you will use points a little bit less for like, an Old Key West or Boulder Ridge it'll be a little bit more for Grand Floridian but it's a good kind of medium guide.
2: Yep, you're, and you're always going to want to plan for you know what that home resort is and what booking at that 11 month window is going to look like. Yeah, you know the the seven month window is always an unknown. Um, the other thing that was on my list that we've not really discussed is banking and borrowing, um, and that gives you a little bit more flexibility in this discussion as well. So if you're someone that maybe goes once every two years or once every three years, um, for those unfamiliar with how DVC works, um, essentially each year you get a certain number of points, whatever that number is that you buy let's say it's 150 so every year on that certain date that you get your points you're going to get those 150 points and have access to them Um, you can also choose to bank those points forward into your next use year so that means that your next year you would have 300 points available to you and technically let's say that you've done that you've banked those 150 points into the next use year or the next bucket Uh, you've got 300 points there and this year you're like I want to do a big blowout normally I'm a studio kind of person but I'm gonna do a two-bedroom this year and bringing the family in all that kind of stuff you've got those 300 points you can actually choose to borrow your 150 points from, the, from following year. the following year. So now you have a bucket of points that's worth 450. And so it, DVC now does, um, you know, previously there were some restrictions uh, during the pandemic, but now that we are back to normal, you can borrow 100% of your points. You can bank 100% of your points before your banking deadline, which is um, I believe four months before the end of your use here. But, um, you know, you have that flexibility built into that. Yeah system as well, which should be taken into consideration um, if you're looking to maybe try to buy less points because maybe you're not traveling year after year, but you're still going to buy more down the road.
0: Everyone does. Everyone does. So just factor that in. This is Mm -hmm. not a one and done. You are going to buy more points. Um, But I think your your point uh, was really well taken that buy what you can afford. Mm -hmm. Buy what you can afford. And if you can't afford it, finance it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that's good for people that are considering direct versus resale, I think, as well, is, you know, so many people think about their points and they think about member benefits and member perks, but take care of the primary obligation first. You want to be a DVC member and you have a certain budget that you can afford for that purchase. So buy DVC resale now. You know you know that that's going to put you into that number of points that's going to allow you to take that vacation year after year. And you know what? You can then add on at a later time if you want to add on direct. Um, I, I feel like this is something I've asked I've said multiple times, but I would love to know the number of hybrid memberships that there are out there That's because I believe be yeah. that it's got to be a large priority of members are a combination of direct and resale. And they either do it direct and then resale or resale in the direct. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We did kind of, we kind of did both at the same time. That's yeah. when the minimum was a little bit less, yeah. but um, it, it made sense for us at that time to buy a larger resale contract and then buy what we needed to become direct members. And, but you can space that out over a period of years. So don't put yourself necessarily in a financial pinch um, in this purchase, but take all of these things into consideration and, and you know, make a good decision for you and your family.
0: And you know if you have questions like this um, about being a DVC member, great resources that we have. Uh, The DVC forums on disboards.com. And, of course, our DVC fan Facebook group. Uh, Great places to ask questions, get Mm. feedback from other members, hear other experiences. um, So you're making an educated and informed decision, which is what a lot of people do. So that, folks, is going to do it for this week's episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the DVC show.